Hey, welcome to Movie of the Year. My name is Audrey. I'm Lindsay. And we are here to talk to you about our favorite movies from 1986. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I steamrolled that whole intro, but we're going to keep going. That's okay. Thanks. I'm good with it. Would you like to do the context this week or the movies set in 1986? I'd be glad to do the context. Here you go. Don't look at my answers. They're on the other side. Okay. You little minx. <laughs> it was 1986. Oh, no. You can't read my handwriting. Nope. <laughs> okay. Does this say Brian or Brain? Brian. I thought that was hilarious. The first PC virus? Yep. And they named it Brian. Yeah, the first PC virus happened. And they, <laughs> they called it, it Brian. <laughs> Maybe they accidentally meant to call it Brain, but they just switched the letters so everyone just went went with it. Oops. Did you name this Brian? No, I meant to name it Brain. Well, we can't go back on it now. It's too late. Everybody's oh, well. calling it Brian. Oh, well. It's Brian. Brian it is. Pixar Animation Studios opened. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Geraldo Rivera opened Capone's vault. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, that was like a big thing. They like found one of Capone's secret vaults. Yeah. And Geraldo Rivera did this like live broadcast. Is he the one where everyone... He's the mustache. No, no, no. Capone, I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the one where... Uh, thank you for showing me what a mustache looks like with your finger. I did put my finger where a mustache would go. <laughs> Just for clarity's sake. <laughs> The mustache. In case you don't know, this is a mustache, and this is a beard. Also, Geraldo's mustache is just a finger that somebody sewed on there, so well, I was, it was accurate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. I'm moving on. Okay. Hands are Wait, hot. but wait. I just really quickly, I want to tell you what was in there because it was really funny. Oh, yeah. Please ask your question about Geraldo. Well, it was about Capone. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I did <laughs> Please ask your question about Capone. I've forgotten it. I swear. It's okay. It might come back later. So, um, Capone, notorious gangster. Yeah. Geraldo, through some source. Notorious. Mustachioed man. Notorious finger mustache. <laughs> um, does this big life broadcast, and it, like, build, builds and builds, and they do all this advertising, and he opens mm -hmm. it, and it's like... <laughs> There's, like, a little bit of alcohol in there. It was awesome. Is he the one married to Connie Chung? No. That is... You're the father. What's that guy's name? Marty... Jerry Springer? No, it's the other Jerry Springer. Maury Povich. Yes, that's they're, the one. He's married to Connie Chung? Yes, and they're still married. And I know... Aww. I just asked Jake about that a, a couple weeks ago, and he Googled it for me. That's how I know. That's precious. It is. I'm proud of them. Hands Across America <laughs> happened. Where everyone held hands all the way across America. The Oprah Show premieres in syndication. <laughs> Do you remember the original theme song? Vague. Very vaguely. It was good. Um, Mike Tyson won something? <laughs> yeah. I was too lazy to write whatever the award was, so I just put Mike he Tyson. He won a... He won a thing. Fighting award. For yes. Fighting. Yes. It was a big deal. And having a lisp. <laughs> they give awards you out for just that. just isolated. Every No viewer. one. Because <laughs> no one listens to this and then is also a fan of Mike Tyson. You might be true. That, oh boy, I'm mm. having a stroke. 
He's the one with the grills. Oh right? no, I've just isolated stroke people. No, 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 that's George Foreman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we I are know. we needed to have a cup of coffee before I need this help. instead of like sitting and listening to nineties pop music. Okay, I want <laughs> I wanna make sure I pronounce his last name right. Okay. Matt Groening? Graining. Graining? Mm -hmm. Really? I don't now I'm doubting myself, but I'm pretty sure it's Matt Graining. Well, he created The Simpsons, mm -hmm. as we all know. Mm -hmm. Thank you to him for that. Yeah. Good right. job, Matt. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. All right. Your turn for films set in 1986. There are actually a lot of movies set in 1986, so mm -hmm. I just chose a little selection. Okay. Um, the first one is Batman the Dark Knight Returns. That I did not know. I am wondering the if there's just a flashback. There something. must be. There has to be. Or maybe it was, yeah. The Dark Knight Returns. If you know, go to our Facebook page. And us. say, hey dummies. <laughs> and then tell us the right answer. Yeah. And then put a Liz Lemon gif in if we're saying dummies. Yeah. Please. Um, speaking of dummies, here's the segue of the year. Dumb and Dumberer, When Harry Met Lloyd, is set in 1986. <laughs> Flight of the Navigator. Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay. Golden Eye. Star Trek for the Voyage Home. The Squid and the Whale. Oh, yeah. X-Men The Last Stand. Real? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And finally, The People vs. Larry Flint. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. A curated selection of movies set in 1986. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You are very professional. <laughs> James Lipton. <laughs> And oh. William Shatner's love oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. You want to go for favorite? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Will you start? Okay. Um, so my favorite film of 1986 is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Tell me why. I just really like it. That's a good enough And reason. it's John Hughes. And it's a really fun movie and it's an uplifting movie. And I think Jennifer Grey is really funny. Mm -hmm. I think they're all really funny. And I just, I just always really enjoy watching it. That's all. The end. Good one. What's yours? I know it. Okay, I, I want you to guess, but I also, I want you to know that this year was really hard for, like, to, it was so hard, it made me angry. Like, remember how before we started, yeah. you were like, are you ready? And I was like, well, I'm just as ready as I'm ever going to be. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was it really, really hard. hurt my feelings. I'm, so, I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I shouldn't have lashed out that way. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to guess, I might be wrong, okay. but my guess is Labyrinth. See, that's what I would have guessed, oh. but I didn't put that. What did you put? I put Three Amigos. Really? That surprises me. This is where I become confused about what does favorite mean? <laughs> oh, no. I, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> because, like, at little girl, when I was a little girl and I was a child, that was probably the most important movie in my life. It was such a huge deal to me. Mm -hmm. But as an adult, I feel like I've watched Three Amigos more and I quote it more. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I just don't know. Wait, Labyrinth was more important as a little girl? No. Three yes. Amigos. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Labyrinth was like the movie that I would make anybody watch if they came over to my house. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and everybody would always talk about how uncomfortable David Bowie made them. It's the pants. I know. 
God love him. I never even like noticed. I swear well, I wasn't like a little you? pervert. Or why anything. would you? You were a little girl. Yeah. And then you were forcing people to watch it as you know, as teens, as yeah. older children. Yeah. So like, it was more hmm. noticeable because teens are gross. They're like, hey, are you a pervert? And you were like, no, this has Muppets in it. Yes. Thank you. And I was like, it's still super dumb. <gasps> you get out of here. You can't. Now, you cannot call it super dumb. Okay. I'm just kidding. That you was take a that back. I do take it back. I don't. <laughs> it's okay. You're entitled to your very it's wrong okay. opinion. It's okay. It's not my worst movie. Pick. That was wise. <laughs> I would have gotten beaten down. Yeah. Well. It's been a lot of punchy you know. sounds. <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah. As much Let's as move on. <laughs> Let's just move on. We've, Let's move on. We've only had a few actual fights in our 20 years of friendship, and they've always been about movies That's and TV, true. So we better just stop. We need to stop where... We don't want to have the lost fight where, or yeah. the parenthood fight <laughs> all over again. No, we really don't. Okay. Okay, number two, and I want you to go. Okay. I'm boss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My prestige pick is Aliens. Good one. Because that movie was such a flipping game changer. It really was. That that started a whole new genre. And it's that movie is so captivating. I took that movie. I, I've told you the story about how I took that movie to a slumber party mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. Because I thought it was really cool. And everyone was like I did not terrorized. get invited to any more slumber parties after that. Mm-hmm. They brought like Little Rascals and... Some other movie from like that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I brought aliens, and you brought aliens, and ostracized yourself from the <laughs> entire group. But that's okay because after I got ostracized, I met you. That's right. And I see, I wish I could have been at that party just to laugh my ass off <laughs> at all the little girls screaming. They, they all had their and crying, everybody was leaning against a wall by the end. And I distinctly remember everybody having their knees like curled up to their chest to protect themselves. Yes. <laughs> So good. From the chest burster. Yes. <laughs> and I, I still, yeah. I love that story. I but love I that had, story. I had a tough time choosing between that and Heartburn. That's interesting because, so did Heartburn land on your list? Or no. should I wait? No, it didn't. But I, um, it would have if Aliens hadn't taken Prestige. So that's funny you say, you talk about Heartburn because it's not my confession but I I know I should see Heartburn because it's Mike Nichols and Nora Ephron but I just can't get through it I I understand that I I jump out every time I try to I've tried at least four times to watch it and tell I, me why I don't know I just can't I don't know if it's I can't explain it it's kind of tough subject matter because it's autobiographical right and the first time I ever watched it was right after Nora Ephron died, which was a mistake. Oh, that was not a good idea. It was a mistake. <laughs> but I was able to purge a lot of emotions. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of a slice of life. It's very French in that way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a good reason. It's I just okay. haven't seen it all the way through. Okay. Moving on. My number two, which is that my prestige pick, is The Mosquito Coast. Starring Harrison Ford. I have never seen that. It is a nice little slice. It's it's actually, it's really, I mean, it could go on my um, 
most stressful list as well because it's very What's it about? intense. It's about this, um, like, he's a really uh, brilliant inventor. and He moves his family to, like, the jungle. Um, he's, like, fed up with the American way. He moves his family to the jungle to kind of, like, start their own. Like the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse? Kind of, yeah. But in the jungle. <laughs> Well, that's in the jungle too. That was, no, no, that, that was, was more a of stupid a coast. distinction. No, to no, make. it was it was more of a beach, um, a savanna. But um, and then some things go down there, and it's really intense. We'll have to see that. It's really good. It's uh, and it's got River Phoenix, who oh. was also in Indiana Jones. You just answered a huge question for the me Last because Crusade? in the behind the scenes of the Last Crusade. Harrison Ford always talks about how he recommended River Phoenix he, to Steven Spielberg yeah. because he had worked with them. In, and I, I was so I've always been too lazy to look. I up think what they it was. had like a really good. It was like a father son relationship. Wow. I think he like, I think he saw a lot of himself in River Phoenix. So that's awesome. I really, I really like. I owned it and for a long time, and I don't know. It's a really good movie. I like it. All right, number three. Most influential. Most influential. Go. Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Okay. So good. I watched it so many times. Is that with Captain Picard? Oh. Nope. I just want to pick No, it's on the too head. old, it's, isn't it? Yes. So it's it's got Captain Kirk? Yes. Good job. Okay. You did it. You did it. It's a time travel movie. Nimoy? Yes. Leonard and it's, it's such a great, like, fish out of water. Huh. That was an accident. Whales are mammals. But you know what I mean. <laughs> like, just the idea that they have to go back to 1986 and save the whales. It's like, it's That's what a, it's about? Yes. They travel back in time to 1986 to save two humpback whales. Because, in the future, the uh, this probe shows up to Earth. And it's trying to talk to Earth, and it doesn't realize it, but it's, like, about to destroy the planet. It it's makes the environment go crazy. It's an environmental space movie? Yes! With whales! Of course and you love it. they find out that the probe is speaking humpback whale as its language. Oh. So, and they're, and they've, they're extinct in the future. Oh. Which is probably going to happen. Don't get me started. Don't no, even get me it started. Won't. It won't. And so, it's just this awesome... It's just an awesome movie. It was like everything Tiny Little Audrey loved. It's why I started a Save the Dolphins Club in my basement. Of course you did. I did. I had a card table and flyers, and I threatened Japanese, like, whaling companies. And my mom would take me into grocery stores and let me, like, call the managers out. How did you threaten them? I don't really remember. But Did you call them? Oh, no, no. Handwritten letter. Oh, okay. If you're wondering the format. (laughs) And you know what? It must have been um, funny to them because they would all respond. Really? It was a, kind of amazing. And, like, even the managers at the grocery stores would come out. So I would be like, you don't have dolphin safe tuna. And they would be like, you know what? You're right. We don't. We're going to look into that. And they were probably humoring me to get me out of there. You were changing the world at such a young age. No, I was making no difference whatsoever. I mean, I was, like, sitting around probably moping. I'm sure it didn't actually do anything. I'm sure it did. I went on. I should not have gone on that brag, braggadocious rant. No, it wasn't braggadocious. My, are we doing most influential? Yes. My most influential film is Little Shop of Horrors. It is a good one. It's a good one. 
I don't have a good story. I'm, that's okay. It's normal not to have a story. I do have a good story. It, um, I felt so validated because when I watched that movie, I mean, I'd watched it before, but when I watched it several years ago as an adult, I noticed the similarities between the, <laughs> this is so stupid, but Ethel's trying to get in. Pa. Hang on. Keep talking. Between the song, Part of Your World, and, and the song, Somewhere That's Green, um, both written by Alan Menken. And so I did some research, and I found out that it is, in fact, he did take draw inspiration wow. from that song to write Part of Your World. It has a lot of the same, like, highs and lows, and a lot of the, a lot of the same, like, melodies. It, it's... It's very similar. That makes perfect sense. Compare it sometime. Just to that. see. That was a good catch. Yeah, thanks. It's <laughs> probably so obvious to the whole world, and I was like, I've discovered something. I highly doubt people like sit around thinking about stuff like that. I think it was a good catch. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're a good catch. Thank you. you too. Thanks. <laughs> All right, number four is your favorite movie song from 1986. This was agony for me. Really? It was really hard. Because of Labyrinth? Was there yeah. music in that? Yeah. Well, and it? Little Shop. And Three Amigos. Of course. And see, I did it again and forgot to... I stand by my choice. Yeah. Okay, go. I made eyes at you. Like, don't you... Don't you go back on it. <laughs> You be strong. I stand by my choice. Go. What's yours? My, my, I rated them one through three. This year makes me angry. How am I supposed to choose? You have to. That's the rules. That's the whole point. But what do we mean, what do we mean when we say best? Do we mean we think it's actually the best song? No, or do we mean the, the one best that means to you. the most to us? It's the best to you. As adults or as children? I don't know. Why? <laughs> Come on. Can I just say three? Yeah, say three. Okay. Blue Shadows from Three Migos. Of course. Downtown from Little Shop. And As the World Falls Down from Labyrinth. Very good. I did it! After a lot of whining and convincing you to let me. <laughs> what was yours? Well, I mean... If, if I can, can I pick two? Yes, of course. I just picked three. You can pick three. One of mine is actually the same as yours. Downtown. So good. From Little Shop. That's practically a gospel song. I still get chills. Me too. <sighs> Me too. I mean. And it means, it's the so. The intro, I mean. Yes. Come on. That come whole on. thing. Yes. <sighs> it's. And it's, I feel like it's about like forgotten people. And overlooked people. It's just, it's, and, and Tisha Campbell. <laughs> Tisha Campbell, sing again. Maybe Come on she now. does. I really want her. There's a lot of emotions in 1986. I know. Um, my other one is Glory of Love from oh. Karate Kid 2. Good choice. I can, I can hear that song over and over and over. God, is that Peter Cetera? God bless you, Peter Cetera. Man. Yes. It's a good song. It is a good song. It holds up. Good lyrics, good music, the whole bit. Alright, worst movie, 1986. I'm really excited to hear what yours is. You want me to go first? Yes, please. Howard the Duck. Yeah! It sucks! 
<laughs> you actually put your hands up to your face to yell that, and you went cross-eyed. It sucks. <laughs> Thanks for outing me. You, here's how dumb you looked when you said that. I'm going to tell everybody so they can picture it. <laughs> See, I thought you were doing it for comedic effect. I so was. So I wanted to radio show it. I was. So people would know how funny you are. I was doing it for comedic effect. <laughs> she just winked. Oh Stop my god. Okay, what's yours? Night of the Creeps. I've never seen that. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Do not bother. Is it supposed to be scary? Yeah, it is scary. When you're a little girl and you accidentally run into it, <laughs> it's playing on TV on Saturday and there's. Is the story of your life. Yes, man. We should have been doing more activities. All the movies you accidentally saw on Saturday (laughs) afternoon, they traumatized you. Thanks a lot, matinee culture. (laughs) All right. It's Ox. Number six, your favorite (laughs) poster. Um, I surprised, I was surprised by my choice, but Golden Child. Okay. So iconic. I didn't, I need to look at that one because I didn't even. I could immediately, like, I could immediately call it to mind. I really like Pretty in Pink. I think it's very artful. I can't picture that poster. It's just the three of them. Does it look kind of newsprinty? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Like there's light shades of pink. Oh. I, I don't know. I see what they did I'm there. I'm a weirdo. Hey, ah. I'm a weirdo. I hate myself. Take it back. <laughs> you self-loathing woman. <laughs> okay. Seven. Is it still recording? Honorable mention. It is. Okay. Honorable mention. What's yours? My honorable mention was Labyrinth because I was upset with myself for it not being my favorite. I'm surprised it made it so far down on the list. I know. Me too. No shame, though. This is a safe space. I, oh, it's so good. I remember genuinely believing that the Fireys were the band from that music number in Xanadu where the 80s and the 40s mesh. You lost me. (laughs) About five minutes ago. And <laughs> I'm not a fan of Xanadu either. I understand. I'm really sorry. I, it's okay. I respect that opinion. I respect. That song is it. very catchy. Yeah. That's about it. Well, if you're, if you're out there in listener land and you know both those movies, you probably get and it. And you've made that mistake between the Fireys. The Fireys. And the other thing. Yeah. The band from... Um, forget about the blues tonight. That one. Please. Nope. <laughs> Your face. Whoosh. Right over my head. Now I want to make you watch Xanadu. Oh. It's really good. One of the Gibb brothers wrote some of the musical numbers. <laughs> As if to lure me. I really thought it would work. <laughs> In my mind, you respect the Beach Boys and also, and also, the Gibb brothers as writers. Oh, I do, absolutely. Why can't I remember the name of their band? <laughs> Why do I just keep calling them the Gibb Brothers? The Gibb Brothers. It's not the Staying Alive band. <laughs> oh, no, this is like that scene from The Office where Andy can't remember Kit Kat, the Kit Kat slogan. Kit Kat. Nobody tell them. Nobody tell them. <laughs> Football cream. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. Gee whiz. See, you did it to me. I'm sorry. You. <laughs> Spread my brain fog. <laughs> you really did. Um... No, I do respect them. I'm I'm really teasing. Okay. Um, but I still won't watch it. Okay, number oh, come seven. On. It's got roller skating and Greek gods. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, my honorable mention was Three Amigos. 
Because that's so funny. Our choices were swapped. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. Your favorite was not Labyrinth. Mine, it wasn't even on there. Um, Yes, how could I not put that on there? It was a huge movie for me. Yeah. Um, Next one, Confession. These are my confessions. Other lyrics by R. Kelly. (laughs) Is that what you're talking about? Yes. This is something like a confession. This is because we were listening to all that 90s pop earlier. <laughs> okay. Number Sued. eight. Confession. <laughs> confession. What is it? Go. Mine yeah. is Hannah and her sister. <gasps> Me too. Really? Yes. Quite high five. <laughs> I feel like I should have seen that by now because I love Woody Allen. You made me love Woody Allen. You and Aww. one of my film teachers. <laughs> Mostly him. Mostly you. Mostly not you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have seen that by now. Me too. Never gotten around to it. Will you watch that? Yeah. Secretly puts the Xanadu DVD. <laughs> this is Hannah and her sisters. You had them confused. I told you it had Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John is this one, and then all those girls dancing around her in white are her sisters. Yeah. <laughs> Joy. You can't trick me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. Most traumatic. Uh, well, I always mesh most traumatic and most stressful together. I understand. I, I made one too many categories because I'm weak-willed. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, mine is Aliens. Really? Yes. Tell me why. I think it's a great movie. Like, you showed it to me. I did. I'd never seen it I before. showed it to you last time we were visiting. It was a few more times than that. But yes, it was back when you lived in your apartment. Oh, wow. But yeah, like it's a great movie. It's like makes you feel like you can do anything. But it also really, really stresses me out. I mean, I mean, come on. I know. It's the little girl. It is. Children. come out at night. Mostly. (laughs) Thank you for that. Wanted you to have that. Thank joke. you. Okay, what was yours? Troll. Okay. <laughs> Sonny Bono's in Troll. He is? He is. Aww, He's a why? victim of the troll. Oh, Spoiler good. alert. Thank God. <laughs> That's a terrible reaction. <laughs> Remember how many Sonny Bono jokes are in Golden Girls? Yes. And, and then, then he's in, in it. Appearance. Yes. And he's in the dream. In the It Was All a Dream episode. Aww. Another spoiler alert. Dorothy. <laughs> Sonny Bono is obsessed with Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have you seen Troll? I haven't, and I will not. It's so don't try to really, trick me. Can, but can I explain why it was so traumatic? We're going to watch Hannah or Sisters. <laughs> Trolls. <laughs> okay. Troll. Just singular. Troll. Oh, yeah, because there's a... Okay. Here's one thing. There's a character in it named Harry Potter. What? True story. One of the main characters named Harry Potter. Does he have glasses? No. Does he have a scar? No. Does he have a cape? No. Does he have a wand? No. Okay. <laughs> not that I know of. He might have worked up a backstory for himself as the actor, but no. You gotta really get into this character. It's not on screen. Okay. Um, so, the <laughs> if you couldn't hear that, there was some cat noise outside of our door, and then my husband going, shh, <laughs> entertainment. In trouble. Um, the troll from Troll looks a lot like Hoggle from Labyrinth. Okay. And so it was like watching a movie about an evil Hoggle. Oh, no. And that's why it was really traumatizing for you. Right. It was. I get it now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I bet we have the same most stressful as well. 
I don't remember because I combined them. Oh, yeah. So what is yours? American Tale. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's extremely stressful. Yeah. 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 I don't even want to talk about it. That's how stressful it is. Also, I want to make a note that if if I didn't put Hannah and her sisters on here, I would have put the Great Mouse Detective because... No, 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 no. Nope. Wrong. That's down the list. Never mind. Psych. Done. <laughs> take Moving back, on. please. And take two. <laughs> um, okay, so American Tale, yes. I'm right there. With you. Guilty Pleasure? Is Peggy Sue Got Married. Tell me why it's guilty. Because... Is this because I gave you such a hard time the other day well, about Nicolas Cage's choices? Well, it, I mean, he is horrible in it. Like, I shouldn't like it, but I do I, really I enjoy it. I think a lot it. of people like it. You know, it's Francis Ford Coppola. See, I had no idea. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, he's pretty bad. Nicholas Cage is pretty bad. I can't. I don't understand it. why he makes that sound with who, his voice. Who let him make that choice? Well, we know who. It was Francis Ford Coppola, and we probably know why, because he's his nephew. That's right. But you shouldn't have let him make that choice. You should have told him, no, <laughs> bad. You make a different choice. You should choice. have hit him on the nose with the newspaper <laughs> and told him no. Nicholas. Nicholas. No. No, Nicholas. <laughs> I like it that he uses his full name. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas Coppola, I will tell your mother. <laughs> All right. What's your guilty pleasure? I am having... I had a problem with this category. Because I was down to two movies that I really wanted to make my list. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that either of them are guilty pleasures. But I had to put one on there. Okay. So I put Crocodile Dundee. But I don't feel guilty about that. Okay. Although I do feel a little bit weird about the main actress's underwear choices. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's a part where she goes, like, swimming in a spring. The only part I know is where he goes, now that's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. If you only have to know one part, that's the perfect part to know. That's because it's all like a whole I movie. Know. I don't remember seeing it. I probably did, but I don't remember it. I I think that that movie like set the archetype for what I wanted a man. <laughs> no big deal. Just Crocodile yeah. Dundee. I would have taken Paul Hogan, but he's a little bit not age appropriate for me, and probably not available. And maybe Crocodile Dundee isn't well, no, either. He's not available. He's married to the woman from this movie. Still. What? Yes. What a weird connection. Isn't that beautiful? I, yeah. And also, Reginald Bell Johnson is in it. <gasps> I like him. Maybe he's not. Now I'm doubting. But I'm pretty sure he is. And also, I think it has one of the greatest love climaxes. I should have chosen <laughs> your face. <laughs> you know, like a screenwriting, in terms of I screenwriting. Know. I know. It's... <laughs> It's, you know, when he's walking on people's heads down the subway station. I told you I don't remember the movie. But they might. Let's watch Hannah and her sisters. Crocodile <laughs> Now that's a noise. <laughs> it's just like a series of Outback Steakhouse commercials cut together. <laughs> and some footage from the Olympics opening ceremony from Australia where he rode on a giant hat. Okay, so what was your second one? Um, space camp. But I, I also don't feel guilty about that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. 
That's a good movie. I know. That's a, that's a good movie. I've never seen it. It's... What? I've never seen Are it. Are you sure? That seems like the movie I would have made sure you saw. No. Who's in it? Are you ready for this all-star cast? Yes. Freaking all-star cast. Go. First and most importantly, Kate Capshaw. Okay. Second of all, the guy who is from Poison Ivy. All-star. Who creeps... Don't... <laughs> What's his name? Gareth? Garrett? He's real tall. From what? He's the dad in Poison Ivy. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt. Yes. Kate Capshaw, Tom Skerritt, Leah Thompson. <gasps> How have I not seen A this? very young Joaquin Phoenix. <gasps> I know. Um, the girl who's married to John Travolta. Kelly... Yeah. Something? Yeah. Okay. Tate Donovan. What? Yeah. And some other people. I'm sorry. That's that's an all-star cast. And it's really good. It's like about a... Oh, it's so good. They accidentally get shot in space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like really tense. It's like the perfect thriller for a child. Okay. Because it's about like why it's important to be smart. And why... Work as a team. Ex yes. Why you need to work as a team. Why exploration is important. Why you should probably go to space camp. Why you can be friends with robots. You've mm -hmm. got to see All it. the important things in life. Yes. I'll have to watch that with Hannah and her sisters. <laughs> okay. A movie I can't believe didn't make my list is... Is... Scanning? Stand By Me. It should be on there somewhere. Oh, was that 1986? Yeah. I glazed right over that. It should be, but it's not. It's okay. It's a hard watch. This is why I kept adding categories. Because you get to the end and you're like, how did such and such not end up on here? It's a good category for that very reason. I've never seen Stand By Me. You haven't? Mm -mm. I think it would really bother you, so probably, probably maybe not right okay. now. Okay. That's what Jake always says. He's like, maybe you just don't watch it. <laughs> I'll just tell you what it's about yep. and omit some of the parts. <laughs> it's about kids walking on a train track. That's what I think it's Nothing about. Nothing bad happens. I Nothing think there's a dead all. body in the end. No. No. But I don't know who's dead body. I they think go, it might be like a... They, like go, a, to, they go to see it. That's How do they know what's there and the police haven't Some, taken it? Someone tells them. I mean, it's like the 60s. So, you know, you know the weird. police back then. And we've just ostracized <laughs> all the police in our <laughs> listening audience. Lazy 1960s police. It's a, it's, they, there's someone, they hear a rumor that there's a body of a kid oh, in the no, woods. So that's they go so to much see worse it. than I thought. And then... They do cross some train tracks, but the train comes, and then there's leeches. Just tell me Corey Feldman doesn't die. Nobody dies. That's all I need to hear. Except for the dead body. <laughs> for the one that's already dead. And it's a kid. Oh, that's really upsetting. Yeah, you shouldn't watch it. That's why I can't read Stephen I'll just King tell books. You. There's too many. There's that, too much and, of that. And yeah, that's who it is. Stephen King wrote it? Are yeah. you joking? No. I was not messing around. No, just it's now. based on a Stephen King story. <sighs> I really stand by my opinion now. You, I tried to read it once, and I was like, you never again. You instinctively knew that it was Stephen King. Because of and how I, horrible it is. I love Stephen King. Like, I really, especially, like, The Shining, one of the greatest movies of all time. But I just can't, I can't handle those. It's a good, like, it's a good movie. It's about friendship. It's a, you know, it's like an adventure. But it's very also really sad, and it, it can be disturbing. And, um... Oh, Kiefer Sutherland is like a total douchebag. <laughs> what age is he in the movie? He's like probably early 20s. Okay. So he plays like a 
bully. And he, there's one part that's really he scary a bully. where he threatens to kill one of them, and it's really scary. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Um. What? What? Did we already say yours? No, mine was um, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. I guess it kind of made it on my list when I cheated and told you three songs instead of one, but it's Frank, directed by Frank Oz, yep. and because of that, I mean, it's just so good, and Rick Moranis' voice. Oh my gosh. That note he hits when he goes, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, who knew? Can you believe, I mean, right, like, could you believe it? And Steve Martin. All of it. And the puppet. And the puppets, the person who does the voice, whose name Audrey. I feel really guilty for not knowing. Well, she, she's so good. Didn't she re, re prize, reprise her role on Broadway when Jake Gyllenhaal was in it? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think she went, Ellen. He was in it? He was in it. Okay, now I'm afraid that I'm wrong. Like, I knew that she was in it before the movie and she yeah. reprised her role for the but movie. But I think she did it again. Because like nobody later. can do what she does. She's brilliant. I saw it in New York, and I'm sorry to whoever wow. the actress was at the time that was in the revival. Like, I don't know, but just don't say the year. You just it it was blah blah blah. Yeah. You you just can't you you can't match it. No, it's so incredible. I can understand that. And it's so funny, and it's so colorful. And dark. Yeah. Isn't that really great? Have you ever seen the alternate ending? Yes. So good. That's the that's the ending they usually play on live. On really? Broadway. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's not it's a good. happy ending. It's a better ending, though. It so. is. It is. You're right. All right. Do you have a movie story this week? I kind of already told mine. Oopsies. No, that's okay. It was a really good one. Um, I can't yeah. wait for the blood sport story. <laughs> it's not even that good. It's, you're building nope, it I'm up. I'm going to keep building it up. So and then when I tell it, everyone is going to stop listening to this podcast. No, they won't. Okay. What, do you have one? I'm I sure have an do, anecdote. Because you have a mind like a steel trap. Because I talk too much. No. Go. Yeah. What is your anecdote? <clears throat> my sisters, my three older sisters, are in Hoosiers. Are you for real? I am for real. They How? filmed it at the Hoosier Dome. I have a very distinct memory of being in, like, a some form of car seat when they dropped all three of them off <laughs> in Indianapolis to go and be in it. And I think they accidentally even ruined a scene. My sister Leanne tells it great. Like, they went to the wrong place at one point for food and, like, interrupted a scene. But really? then also, in the end, when the camera's, like, panning across the crowd. And see, so I remember that, that they were in it at the Hoosier Dome. But you couldn't get, like, VHS that easy back then. So we it was, like, randomly on TV one time when my parents were at their accountant's house getting their taxes done. Mm -hmm. And um, I was there with my sisters. And they they actually pointed themselves out in the shot that they're in. Interesting. It's really cool. That is really cool. So I thought that was kind of neat. I'm going to fact check you. <laughs> they have more stories than I do. Mine's, I was a kid and um, my sisters were in it. <laughs> I was in my car seat. No, that's a really cool story, though. It's very rare you hear something like that. Well, it was very rare that, like, anything movie-related happened in Indiana. Right. At all. It was that and A League of Their Own, which, if you're going to have two, those are two good ones. <laughs> very good. Very good anecdote. Thanks. I affirm you. Appreciate that. Uh, oh, and we were, we're doing something new. Uh, I A piece of IMDb trivia from our favorite movie. I forgot to look up uh, mine. Whoops. Did you look yours up? I did. All right, let's hear it. Mine is, it was Ferris Bueller, and my trivia is that the script for Ferris Bueller took six days to write. 
only six days. Are you, well, you know what? That's typical of John Hughes, though. Yeah, I know. He's he, he was so fast. To be fair, he did say that he would do, like, a billion redrafts. He's like the kid you take the test with. Like, everybody's taking the test, and you just sat down, and you just picked up your pencil, and there's that one kid that's, like, done. <laughs> and that always made me crazy. And you want to punch them? Because I had to go all the way to the end of the time limit to get my test done every time. Stupid smart kids. <laughs> Okay, I've got my favorite. I've got my favorite bit of trivia from Three Amigos. Okay, it's the only film written by Randy Newman. Interesting. I didn't know that until right this very second. And he's the voice of the the bush, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. That was really fun. Nineteen eighty six was a good year and a hard year to do. So I guess that's it for this episode. That's it for nineteen eighty six. We'll see you in nineteen eighty seven.